I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, welcome to Scam Wow. I'm your host, Caitlin Brodnick. I love you guys and I love scams. I'm so excited to share this episode with you because this week my son is starting pre-K. And let me tell you, I've never been so unprepared just to function in life. Like we visited my family in Maryland. I forgot to get a dog sitter to the last minute. I We showed up today to the pre-K orientation and they were like, do you have all of the supplies required? No, I don't have any supply. I, I don't know. I'm sure it's just me and there are way more organized, put together parents out there. But this summer, I think it's because it was the first summer where COVID wasn't as petrifying for children under five. And so we did so much more. But after having two years of doing nothing, I just am not as able to multitask like I used to. Also, apparently multitasking is a scam. Like people just say that they are, but they're not really giving 100% to anything. But I mean, I'll say I'm a multitasker. That's fine if I want to get a job. But um, between us, don't feel pressure if you're not good at multi-scamming. Multi, multi, guys, I forgot it. <laughs> you guys, this is where my head is at. So we are doing a rerun episode today. And I picked this episode because the title makes me laugh out loud. It is about a ridiculous 
sad, probably kidnapping-ish scam in Australia. It's one of the ones with Sue. It's really fun and goofy and not, I don't think anything pertains to what life is like right now. So it's a nice little blast from the past, way pre-pre-pandemic. I love you guys. I miss you all. And I wish you the best. Multitasker. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Multitasker. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being Patreon patrons too. If you want to hear extra bonus episodes, fun details, extra clips, and I always give an update on my financial situation, you can find us on Patreon at Scamwell Podcasts at Patreon. You can always email us, call us at 347-509-9414 because you know I love a phone call and I love all of you. Thank you to producer Jess and Kate and I'll see you next week. Hopefully my brain will be put back together. Maybe, maybe part of it. Enjoy! Hi! Welcome to Scam Wow! I'm Sue Smith. I'm Caitlin Brodnick. And And we we love love scams. scams. Guys, we we love scams. We love you. We're all in this together, this thing called life that's just this slowly tripping by. Thing called 2020 that's just dragging on yeah. for eons. Why won't it go? So many things have sped up in my life. Like, I felt like I've missed a summer. I've missed sure. the beginning of fall. I don't know where I am. What's my name? But 2020 is like this no. cyst that won't 20, go away. 2020 is like a fucking hemorrhoid. It's a hemorrhoid that you won't get rid of until the baby comes. Yes, it is. Um, How are you? How are you doing? (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah. Our amazing guest who's sitting here so patiently. She's so cool. Guys, first of all, I have to brag. Okay. This is my friend. She's amazing. She helped me teach Lewis how to swim. Uh, Lewis dunked his head under Mm. and I freaked out. This is a little backstory. Ariel's incredible. But most importantly, besides that, she was quoted by the New York Times saying she had a perfect joke. And I am just so excited. And it was current. And it was during COVID. Okay, I'm just going to read a little tip. This is from Jason Zinneman. He said, on a beautiful Thursday evening in Prospect Park, Ariel Elias is a sly young comic from Kentucky. Walked down a hill, looked at a few dozen socially distant audience members. This joke perfectly captured the odd mix of excitement, anxiety, and guilt I felt sitting in a socially distant crowd. Some unmasked, cackling through Illegally produced stand-up comedy under the vast blue sky. It's all backwards, Elias concluded, adding that even handling bar fights has changed. Now they say, hey, buddy, take it inside. Oh, wow. (laughs) I just had to read that because I'm so proud of her. What a great quote. Please welcome Ariel Ariel Elias. Wow, I've never been so uncomfortable. Ah. (laughs) I'm so proud. It's and it's all downhill from here, man. No, New York Times says you have a perfect joke. Wow, a perfect joke. <sighs> I-, I called Ariel after. I was like, "Do you realize a perfect joke?" Tens across was- the board. That's incredible. Ten, In the ten, New York ten. Times during COVID. Wow. I, I-, I have not. I describe Ariel to people as like, "Well, she told the perfect joke described in New that's- York Times." That's that's how you got to do it. That's I'm so hot right now, like, physically. <laughs> Wearing a sweater, take it off. But I was very cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're on Scam Wow, and things change on a dime. <laughs> things, wow. he, things get heated up in here. Things Ooh, get heated. Baby. Ariel's Ooh. so fabulous, you guys. I cannot say enough great things about her. She's a local historian like myself and just a great friend. And 
when friends are succeeding and they're telling perfect jokes, you have to celebrate and scream you have to lift them up. You, you have got to. So oh perfect God. joke, lady. <laughs> what else? So is perfect there? joke. What do you What do you got for us? Anything? No pressure, but can you? Nothing. Me? I have nothing. Okay, oh don't, don't tell me anything. Don't even worry. Kaylin, you're very easy to be a good friend too. Oh. I mean Sue too. I mean Sue. I don't know you as well, but I think you're probably very nice too. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, no, Katie's good. I feel like you're on the whenever um I would have a cab driver and he would like talk to me and he'd be like, "So what do you do for a living?" I'd be like, "I'm a comedian." Oh, and be no. like, oh, tell me a joke. I feel like that's the situation you're in right now. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way. I would never tell a cab driver what I do. I always, I always say dog trainer. Really? That's true. Yeah, because this, uh, without being too culturally insensitive, they're usually from a country where they're afraid of dogs, and so then oh. they're afraid of me because they think that I can speak to the dog. They really? <laughs> That's my thing. I think you're completely correct. They. I didn't know dog phobia was like a geographical it's a big thing. thing. No, wow. it's a and it, I mean, there are different cultures. There are some cultures that like do not understand why dogs would ever be inside. Yeah. In Astoria, there's a lot of people that cannot stand our dog. They like jump to the other side of the street. They'll run into incoming traffic. They are really, it's a really fabulously diverse neighborhood, but they are completely afraid of our dog. Oh, wow. Go. Good for you. I'm going <sighs> to tell people that. I tell people I'm a mom and then they're like, oh, Great. That's all I talk about. <laughs> I tell them how tired I am. And I always say I have one I have one kid. They go, any more? And then I tell them no. And they're disappointed. <laughs> Everyone's disappointed. I don't have seven children. You're never gonna talk to me again. You're dropping me off in five minutes. I'm going to whatever, TJ Maxx. You don't why is it upsetting to you that I don't have yeah. more children? Oh, yeah. Can I tell you my last um, Uber driver, when he dropped me off, he asked, like, when we were on my block, he asked me what I paid for rent. And I told him and then he sort of started making fun of me because he lives on Staten Island and owns a place. And then it Ew. drastically affected how I tipped him. Good. 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 You're like, you um, own a place. What are you doing? Yeah. 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 I was like, please don't roast me while I'm just trying to go home. Yeah, and I'm gonna rate you a negative review. Oh no, I no, I st- no, 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 I still give him five stars. I'm terrified. You're good. You're a good person. Terrified. They're terrified. You're terrified that he's gonna get you. I'm right, just he knows like, where you live now. Yeah, I'm just afraid of being mean to strangers. Yeah, where are you? Where are you from? Originally Kentucky. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I feel like that's a, like a midwestern thing. Is like polite no matter nice what to strangers yeah i think it's everywhere outside of new york yeah and yes, boston actually. is like being polite yes. to people around you <laughs> yes yeah. That's true. it's like a common thing you also learn in kindergarten but it, it soon gets kicked out of you in new york as soon as you get in um so are you into scams did you bring us a scam i know nothing yes Okay, so I have so first before I tell you my scam, can I tell you that Bernie Madoff is specifically why I didn't get to go on birthright with my school? Yeah, tell um, us why. Because Bernie Madoff, like, so he like obviously scammed all these people out of their money, including a lot of Jews who like gave to the like birthright foundation. Oh. So suddenly they lost a ton of their funding and had to cut all these trips, and they started prioritizing like only older people, <gasps> or if you had gotten in under a certain deadline, and I waited until like kind of the last minute, as is my thing. Mm-hmm. And so I got rejected from birthright, which I didn't know was possible. And then at the last minute, they added on another trip, and I got to go, but it was an Orthodox trip with oh, nobody gosh. I knew, and none of us knew each other, and only a couple of us were Orthodox, but oh. I didn't get to like fuck any of our soldiers. That's not fair. Not no. ours, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the because, nation. so like, Bernie made off 
personally cock-blocked me. Ah! He um, definitely did. Yeah. Definitely. So, like, his, the money, the birthright scam. money was, like, tied up in his pyramid scheme, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What a dude. So, so, yeah, I'm, like, into scams. The scam that I chose, so part of it is also when I was in fifth grade, there was this girl um, who, like, looking back on it now, I feel very sorry for her. Um, but she suddenly, like, one day, like, found, because we had those desks that had, like, you could put stuff inside of them, you know, like, yes. you could reach in. I love those. Um, and she, like, one day, like, reached in and found a note that was, like, a death threat. This was in fifth grade. She, she found a note that, like, had a death threat to her. And everybody was, like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? And then, like, throughout the days, she would, like, find more and more. And then she would find them written inside of her textbooks. And then, like, like she, like, accused a boy in our class of doing it. Um, and then one day we just kind of like saw her with like her hands inside the desk, like with her arms moving. And then she'd be like, I found another one. And it was like, she was writing herself death notes to like get sympathy. So in that vein, I give you Samantha as a party. Have you heard of her at all? Never. Nothing. nothing. Okay. This is still like a current thing. Oh, good. We're out of the loop. Get us in it. So, okay, we'll start in 2010 um, in Brisbane, Australia. This woman named Dakota Johnson shows up. I guess not really a woman. She's a girl. She's 14 years old. Her name is Dakota Johnson. Real quick, does that raise any red flags to you? Dakota, is that the name of person? the one from 50 Sages of Grey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The actress's name from 50 Sages of Grey. Great. You guys are unscammable. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, thank so God. she shows up. Um, she, like, goes to the police. She's like, uh, hi, I'm 14. I was like traveling with my uncle. We got separated. Um, I'm like a victim of like trafficking. I was like, raped, all this stuff. And they're like, oh my God, this is so awful. Yeah. So they like, all she has with her are like some clothes and a laptop and a letter from a private school um, and a receipt from a bank from like the island where she said she and her uncle had been traveling to. And so she like, they're like, let's help you. Um, was she, she trafficked like, by her uncle or she was. So like- it's like pretty unclear. Okay. Um, but that seems to be like the implication. Okay. And when she says like they parted ways, it's like, it's not clear if he ditched her or if she escaped. Okay. But like either way, something traumatic happened. They're very clear on that. Is she um, is she American or Australian? No, she is Australian. Okay. Great questions. Thank you. But so she so they're like, okay, you're 14 years old. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, go to school. Um, and she's like, great. I'm so happy to be in school. And then the police, this is like a sentence I read that did not connect with me at all. It was like, the police really wanted to help her. <laughs> like, can you imagine? No, clearly Australian. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Australia is a really nice person country. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody there is very kind. Yeah, yeah, because everything around you is hostile. Like That's the whole true. environment is so hostile. So they're like, we're gonna help. It's like how like people in New York are like nicer to each other now that we've all like faced so much death. Yes, but um, only New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, yes. everybody else is Get was already nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So the police like do some more digging because they're like, well, wait, we have to like bring these people to justice who hurt mm-hmm. you. And so they're like, let's check her laptop. They find this photo of her with her family and it has a timestamp, like a date. And they do some research and they find they like they're able to tie it to some tour guide that like her family went on some vacation. Come to find out, they find out who she is. She is 22 years old. She is not 14. She is Samantha as a party. She forged the letter from the private school and she forged the bank 
receipt. What? So they're like, what the hell? So she like faces some charges, but it's Australia. So it's like not that bad. It's very kind. Sure. So then, so that's 2010. In 2011, Emily as a party, which like she didn't even change her last name. So wow, lazy. lazy. Yeah, lazy. Um, she shows up in Perth or Pith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that how you say it? I don't know I anything. Think that's a, that's not how I say it. I think that's how they say it. <laughs> and we have some listeners in Australia and they will correct us. So guys, so yes. great. feel free to write in and tell us how it really sounds. <laughs> so she shows up and is like, again, a teenager. I couldn't find out like how old, but she's a teenager. She makes friends with this girl, tells this girl that she is like a world-class gymnast who trained in <laughs> Australia, which is such a fact checkable. Like just be like, yes. do one cartwheel. Right. right. <laughs> Backflip for me, please. It's, she's what just a like, weird flex. Yeah. It's so, it's such a crazy lie. And she's just like, yeah, I'm like this elite gymnast. <laughs> Um, and then she like, you know, she's like friends with this girl, meets her parents, and then tells this her friend's parents at some point that her whole family has suddenly died in France. <gasps> and not only have they died, but her father killed her mother and her twin sister. Oh my god, a murder suey. I mean, it feels it feels like a shit's creek. Sure. Moira yes. storyline from the soap opera she sure. was on. Like, it's exactly. so... So her fr- her friend's parents are then like, oh my god, you poor thing, we'll adopt you. Oh no. How old is she pretending to be? She's got it. Sh- it's unclear. Yeah. But like, t- you know, for- between 14 and 16. Okay. Um, And she's actually 23. She was born in 1988. Okay. okay. Not a whole lot known about like her early life. Okay. So... So she's like, oh, my God, really? You would adopt me? I would love that. So this bitch (laughs) steals the identity of a judge in Florida who is an an actual adoption expert. (gasps) Like gets, I don't know if she like hacks into that person's email or just fakes an email. um, And then emails the parents. Of like, here's what you'll need to get all the adoption papers. It's just, it's so much work. I, I oh, can't get wow. over the work ethic of this girl. She then um, fakes a birth certificate. Mm-hmm. They like adopt her sort of. Um, they enroll her in school. But then as soon as she gets to school, the school is like, oh my God, this is not a real birth certificate. <laughs> or a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and she does six months in jail. <gasps> um, wow. Which is another, like, I can't imagine a school doing like that much due diligence yeah Yeah. totally (laughs) yeah okay so she does six months for that then in 2013 she shows up in dublin uh and she shows up like just on the street looking very dazed okay okay yeah it's such a funny description like she's time warped there (laughs) yes she learned how to teleport Figured it out. Scammed yeah. her way into a teleport She's certificate. Like, ended up in Dublin. Yes. So she shows up on the street just like dazed. <laughs> Somebody in I- in Dublin comes up to her and is like, excuse me, lass. Like, <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Do you have listeners in Ireland? They can email you too. About yes, how yes. Guys, Ariel's really crushing it <laughs> as far as your accents. You're welcome. We also have people in, I think, Peru. <laughs> So, okay. Work on that one. But so she, um, she's, they're like, do you need help? Like, are you okay? And she like, can't answer. And so they just like, 
call the ambulance and take her to the hospital. That like seems like the logical place for her. So she's in the hospital. She's still like not speaking. They assume she speaks no English. Yeah. She's like mumbling shit for three weeks. She's in the hospital in for the hospital? three weeks. What not a good saying dig. shit. What a Nobody good can. <laughs> wow. Free rent, free meals. Fine. So like somebody hands her like a piece of paper and she starts drawing. And she draws the first thing she draws, the article that I read, which was a great, it was a New Yorker article, recommend. It only goes up to 2013, but if you're interested, Mm -hmm. she draws a tiny stick figure, which is her, on a plane to Ireland. And then she draws that same tiny stick figure on a bed with several men surrounding her. And the nurses and doctors, like one of the nurse, like nurses starts like bursting into tears. They're like, oh my God, this girl was trafficked. Like, this is so awful. Like, where did she come from? Who is she? Um, They like do all this work. They put in all these hours. Finally, this is like a move. I'm curious about what your thoughts are on this. Mm -hmm. The police then, they take a photo of her and put it on all the news, Mm -hmm. like trying to find out who she is. What do you think about that? Because keep in mind, they think she's like a 15-year-old girl who's yeah, been trafficked. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that like if that. also she's a, a self-trafficked – if she's a trafficked victim, like that's – there should be some degree of privacy. Then her traffickers could be looking for right. her. And right. And aggressive. Yeah. yeah. So so that happens. What actually happens though is her stepdad sees the photo and is like, oh my god, that's fucking Sam. <laughs> there she <laughs> and is. And calls them up. <laughs> calls them up and is like hey that's like my that's my ex's kid um so then they find out this girl has over 40 aliases um and it's just like she is a con artist like she and there was no like to get her to ireland like there was no like i'm curious was there some sort of like sexual thing she did to get there was like was any of that true or is it all do we know how she got to ireland do we know how no, I don't know how she got to Ireland. Like, I mean, she yeah, teleported, she flew, right. but like, okay, <laughs> yes, she through time and space. There's also all I could find about her upbringing was that you know it was like she was born in 1988 to like a middle class family, and she was like erratic. Yeah, but I but that doesn't like she sure. very well could have like gone through a lot of right. trauma, right? Like something could have happened to this girl. Who knows? However, there are plenty of people who go through trauma who do not come up with all of us. <laughs> so Everybody listening has gone through trauma. <laughs> yeah. We only have one screening. So that happens. 2014, the next year, she's in Calgary. Her name is Aurora Hepburn now. Oh, wow. Like, That's so fake. Wow. Aurora, Aurora Hepburn. Hepburn. Like, also, like, the audacity to think that you belong amongst the I know Hepburn. what I was going to say. Is, so beyond or Catherine, either side of the globe, you don't. So at this point, she is 26, says she's 14, um, does the whole, like, I was abducted, I was sexually assaulted, I was tortured, shows up at a police station, says all this stuff. Um, they put in, like, all these hours and money to try to look for her, da 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 um, Where she had actually come from when she got to Calgary was she had previously been in Ireland, even though she had been deported before. She like still like scammed her out. way back into Ireland. <laughs> Figured it out. She was working as an au pair. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. Yes. But apparently she was a great au pair. <laughs> you need a lot of imagination with kids. Because she can play a lot of characters. Yeah. That's you need to come and eat every day like a fresh, a new. You need to take each day as it comes. as it's fr- A lot of kids have multiple personalities. Yeah. You know, 
totally. needs to live in a different reality every time she sees these annoying children. I get it. Yes. They're yeah. like, let's play pretend. And she's like, that's my favorite On game. it. <laughs> Beat you to it. I'm already pretending. This is my life. Pretend is yeah. my life. So when she was in Ireland as this au pair, her name was Indy O'Shea, oh, which geez. even to me seems like pretty like, I don't know. It just seems so it's Irish. Bad. It's bad. It's a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> Said she was 18 um, and would like to this family would casually sort of like drop hints about her past. Like she was real mysterious, like real vague, but would say things like talk about like how she had been on a private jet and like had these like prominent relatives. And then at some point she just is just like, yeah, the illegitimate child of the princess of Sweden. It's <gasps> um, <laughs> amazing. That's my favorite. That's my favorite lie of all the con artists. And the parents are also just like, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> there's no whatever. And then she says, there's like some convoluted story that I couldn't even make sense of. She ends up needing a new passport, says she had been an au pair for like a Danish politician previously. Um, she gets a new passport, but the passport has a different name and a different photo. The parents see it and are like, what the yeah. fuck? And she's like, no, it's fine. Um, they said I could do this. They? And then at some point, and then so from there, she goes to Calgary, and that's when they catch her again. Okay, so that happens. Wait, what does she do in Calgary? What kind of stuff? That's when she just like showed up at the police station and was like, Hey, I was trafficked and tortured. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. But I, it's like very weird. There's just like little, some of these are like super detailed stories and some of them are just like, she showed up here and pretended to be right. It's so weird that she keeps going to police stations when she's committing a crime. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so weird. Because it's like, well, it's so weird to me too, because I feel like usually scam artists, there's a goal, right? Like the goal is like money or like, I don't know, like a great time. Yeah. With her, it's like, I don't really, like, the goal seems to be, like, sympathy. Yeah. Attention. Empathy. I think it's a, mo- it's a, mo- yeah, it's an attention. It's, I think it's to stir up, like, chaos wherever she is and have everybody sort of fuss around her. It might be like, she probably did have a weird, whatever her family background was. Yeah. It sounds like her stepdad's like, yeah, that's, my ex is somebody, like, she doesn't, he doesn't really care. So maybe this was, like, the way she could feel need or attention or, you know. That a yeah, family of know. people or cops care about her because she's lying about something that is – she's picking the most, like, horrific, sad, upsetting story. She's really – and pushing yes. that hard. Yeah. And it's, like, the stuff you, like, can't and shouldn't question. Yes. You should question, like, like, when you see, like, you know – logic flaws like sure but it's like yes it's like a for if somebody who you think is 14 years old shows up and is like these horrible things happen to me you don't go like did they <laughs> yeah. i mean some the, yeah i mean twitter right. does but like we <laughs> right. shouldn't we shouldn't no. no and also it's even if they do sort of ask those questions it's very slow everyone knows that if you're dealing with an actually traumatized child you have to go very slow you have to gain their comfort like that does give her an extra week in a hospital bed with free f- room and board. Like it does, it's sort yeah. of the kind of thing she can pull that keeps her at whatever location as long as, until they find out. Wait, so we're in Calgary, right? Yes, we're in Calgary. Okay. I think there's also, sorry, just real quick. I do think there's also this thing of like, I looked at photos of her and there aren't so many because she was very careful about like, she was really insistent on like never wanting to be in mm-hmm. photos. But, like, the photos that there are of her, it's, like, this girl does not look like a teenager. Really? And I think, no, I mean, like, 
sort of I think it is this thing of like every like high school show or movie you watch like all the actresses are like actually 26 and it's like yeah so all of these like like to see this actual 26 year old show up and be like I'm 14 and they're like okay (laughs) like I think there's it's just everything's weird that's wild (sighs) okay so then she shows up in Sydney now her name is Annika Decker which again these names Decker yeah and this time she makes friends with this girl, with this American girl who um, they're, I think she's like 18. Um, so they, they become friends and Annika God, <laughs> tells this girl she was like royalty who was kidnapped as a young girl oh my gosh. Um, and her keepers were Interpol agents. What? And this. What movie had she just seen on whatever airplane she flew over from? Yes. And it's like, also, I feel so bad for this American girl, but also like, She picked the dumb American. (laughs) I mean, mean, yeah. Yeah. I never want to victim blame. But you're a dumb dumb. (laughs) I could have been that girl so easily. (laughs) Same. Same. It's it's like so romantic. And she's like traveling. She wants to help someone. Whatever. Yes. So then, like, and she, like, Samantha tells this friend, Samantha slash Annika, tells her new friend, they're after me, they're oh, after God. us, like, somebody's going to kill us. She then, so the the friend, the American friend, gets an email from somebody whose email address is at interpol.com. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's like it would at least be interpol.org or, or you know what I mean? or like or like or, UK or gov or something i don't know yeah. so this email which of course is samantha mm-hmm. is like you have you're in trouble oh, no. molly you're in danger girl you gotta get out you gotta get out <laughs> there's of a meme age. of you're in danger girl all that stuff yeah <laughs> danger girl <sighs> and so this american girl then gets sent documents um that they that they need in order to get new IDs, and she's just like, "Yeah, I'll help my friend. I'll go get document. Like, I'll go get the new IDs oh, for no. us." Um, the <laughs> the ID name for the American girl is Amy Fisher. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Okay. Sure. So they go to Brisbane. They get out of Sydney. They go to Brisbane. It's hard to say if this is real or not. I think it is not. But Samantha then says, like, one night, she's like, I have a really bad headache. So the American girl calls an ambulance, which is like, what health insurance do you fucking have for a a headache? headache. Yeah. Um, They're in Australia, but still, like, just to be conditioned to. Australia does have great health care, though. It's incredible. My, For a headache? No, my best friend went and she ambulance? said the hospitals were spotless. Everything was so nice. She was like, I wish I lived there. Australia is a place where like, I wish I could die there. It just seems so nice. <laughs> Completely. Um, if you ever have a headache, first fly to Australia, then call an ambulance <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> and it would still be cheaper if you got your medical bill. <laughs> yes. 100%. So upsetting. Um, so the ambulance comes and the EMTs or whatever they are ask, uh, Samantha, they're like, are you okay? Like, who are you? Da, da, da. She then tells the EMTs that she's 14 mm. and that she and this American girl are sisters. Honey. And the American girl is like so taken aback that she's just like, uh, okay. Yeah, she's probably very confused. Yes. So they get to the hospital and when they're in the hospital, they like pull the American girl aside and it's like police and doctors and staff. And they like accuse her of kidnapping <gasps> who the, this girl who they think is 14 years old. And they're like, and she's like, no, I didn't kid. Like, I don't know what to. I'm sure what? Samantha Annika said that to them privately. I'm sure she pulled over a doctor and said, she's kidnapped me because nobody, I've accompanied friends to hospitals. I've had people visit me. No one immediately accuses me of being yeah. kidnapped. So I'm sure Samantha said that to them or Sam. So they ask this American girl, they're like recording her and they're like, are you, are you in danger? And she says no, but nods uh, yes, because she thinks they're in danger. She thinks oh, somebody's yeah. like after yeah. them to kill them. So then they, I don't know, let her leave. I don't really understand. Um, all of these articles are like from the sun. So, right. you know, who knows, <laughs> yeah. who knows what really happened. But so Samantha then escapes the hospital. The American girl says like she showed up with her fucking catheters still like. Ew. Ew. And 
the two of them go back to Sydney. Um, and then Samantha's like, okay, while we're in, like, we have to go to this safe house that I know, which sounds basically just like a basement. There's no Wi-Fi. Oh she keeps the American girl there for eight days. Oh my so then also the American girl can't get like any texts or anything like back to her family to tell them what's going Whoa. on. The American girl's not all there, is she? I mean, she's 18. Neither she's, of them I mean, are. No, something's yeah, off. Yeah, it's, something's off. Yeah. <sighs> She's she's just like very naive. Yeah, yeah and there might it, be something. It happens. Yeah. In this interview with her, she is just like, yeah, I was a fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll come clean. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Okay. Yeah. So she's very. Samantha kidnaps her for eight days, basically. Yeah. Samantha ends up kidnapping Correct. her. That's how I read it, too. Yeah. So then um, the, fr- the American girl is like, visa is running out. She ends up getting deported back to the U.S. When she gets back to the U.S., Sam fucking messages no. her and is like, someone's out to kill you in the <gasps> U.S. Um, try to come back to Australia. And at this point, oh, no. the American girl's like, um, I think I don't want to go back to Australia. That wasn't like such a fun yeah. time for me. Um, but I'll meet you in Canada. That's crazy still. Samantha bought her a ticket, a plane ticket to Canada. So it's like coming out of her pocket. For your kidnapper. She was just kidnapped and she's like, look, this has been really traumatic, but I'll meet my kidnapper in Canada. Okay. Well, it's um, <laughs> like, what is it what? when somebody kidnaps you? Stockholm you... syndrome. Yeah, it's like Stockholm. So they go to Canada. Sam gives the American girl a tracking device. Who knows what it is? It's just like something with a bunch of wires. And then the American girl realizes Sam is full of shit. Finally. And the way... Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing. Here's how she realizes she's full of shit is Sam had told the American girl that she was Swedish, that she was like Swedish mm-hmm. royalty. Um. Again, remember like the princess of Sweden, illegitimate child from the previous story? Yeah. So she's still sticking with that. She's like got these threads. In Canada, somebody like tried to speak Swedish to... Samantha at some point uh-huh. and Samantha was like I don't know what the fuck they're talking about <gasps> and this is when the American girl is like oh she's lying oh no that's when it clicked for her if only they've oh met a God. Swede in any other time in Australia <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay so we're nearing the end um 2017 she like poses as a foster child somewhere I don't know where gets twenty thousand dollars worth of benefits um, goes this girl's age range is just incredible. Incredible. Like, unbelievable. She could play so many roles. I'm so jealous. Uh-huh. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. She cannot play so many roles. People are just dumb. People don't know what a 13 year old actually looks like. Right. It's insane. Okay. The final one. And here's what she is currently standing charges for today. Um, in 2019, she goes by the name Harper Hernandez. So we wow. are just all over the map. Out there. <laughs> A whole different Come identity. Come on down. Why not? She's globe trotting, <laughs> and so are her names. <laughs> you can't contain her or her origin story. Identities. <laughs> it's also like, I know this is not the main issue with this girl, but the cultural appropriation. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> right. The amount that she does. And I'm guessing she's a white so- lady, looks cute, Whatever. blonde. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Literally mm-hmm. blonde. Um, so this is back in Brisbane. She says she's 17, becomes an au pair again, which again, Solid she's very good at. She's very good at. If she had just stayed, if she had just wanted to be a legit au pair. But instead, she 
steals the mom's identity. (laughs) Not so great. And her (laughs) takes her credit Mm -hmm. card and uses the mom's credit card to pose as a casting agent to a 13-year-old girl she met on Instagram Mm -hmm. who she convinces to, she flies this girl and her mom to Australia so she can teach her how to become a model. Um, And some of that teaching is like teaching this girl uh, how to, what was it? It was like, she was like running through scenarios with this girl of like, okay, in modeling, here's something that might happen. And one of them was like telling the front desk person that her sister had died. Wow. That's key for modeling. Any model will always throw a family member <laughs> down I mean, a hole. You're on America's Next Top Model. You get some pretty outlandish scenarios that Tyra wants. To <laughs> Tyra, Tyra wants know? all the tea, and that involves pretending your family's dead. Um, exactly. So then she, Samantha, like says that she's going to take the two kids on a stay trip to some town, and instead, Wait, two travel- kids. I thought it was the mom and the no. no so. So these are two different scams running concurrently. Oh. She is au-pairing for like two little kids, steals the mom's identity, and then gets this 13-year-old to fly to Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, Good. And so those are like happening at the same time. But what she ends up going to jail for, what she ends up getting caught for, is she says she's taking these two girls. They are Sorry, I don't know if they're girls. These two little kids. She says she's taking them on like a day trip. I don't know, to the east and instead goes to the west. Mm -hmm. And that's when I think like the mom is like, something's not right here. And I think like finds out about the credit card charges, calls the police. Samantha's arrested for kidnapping. She's facing like a ton of other charges. I don't even know what. And that is where she sits today in custody in Melbourne, awaiting trial. Wow. And that is the scam artiste. Samantha as a party. Wow. Sue, she is an artist. She, she is an Sue, artist. I like this one. I want to, I love this one. I mean, I hate yeah. it, but I think we should. Yeah, yes. This is it's good. very good. It's, wow. 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 She is an artist. Wow. And it's like with her, it's like a lifestyle. Like, it's, yeah. Because it, there's no, she spends so much of her own money. Like, I don't, and it doesn't seem to be trying to like, get that much money it's back. worth it, it to does her. just seem genuinely it feels very like munchausen-y yes yeah like what's she gaining from all this it sounds like that's this girl's attention yeah and that's the only yeah. way she has any kind of a relationship in her life like it, her family's never mentioned and the way she develops any relationship is to lie and tell someone she's a casting agent or lie and say she was abused and then hold on to that relationship as until they figure out she can't speak swedish and then has to create a brand new friend but not to sympathize with the, like, whatever, the bad guy, but what if she's schizophrenic and she believes all this stuff and it's all real in her head, you know? Well, but she seems, like, very into- – I mean, one, I would push back on that because she covers her tracks constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't want to be in photos. She's constantly, like ma- – I mean, look, there could be an element of paranoia, but she does seem to know, like, when to turn well, it on. There's a reason to be paranoid. You're lying a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think when it's, like – and not to say she's not mentally right. ill. I think like everything she has done definitely <laughs> shows <Ill>. some shit <laughs> fucked up. But I think like with schizophrenia, it's a bit more like you can't control it. Right? It's you can't control it. And like 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like she's having delusions. Like, she seems very aware of what she's doing. And very smart when it comes to forging the documents and cracking into emails. I think that's pretty incredible that she got that judge's email and identity not to put a credit card in the judge's name or not to, like, buy a house on the judge's dime, to just use it as an email as evidence for her own small idea. And then she's, like, scanning you know, conning documents. And that's incredible to me. When somebody is forging documents and goes that far, I think that's an incredible, meticulous mind that's very creepy as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think I would say that this is not that bad of a scam, but the children are, the victims are all children. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes it so bad. So like the kid that came to model, the 18 year old that she took advantage of mm-hmm. everybody's like a, a young child that she's taking advantage the of the kids she's so pairing with who good. knows if she was like lying with them like if she was saying that they were her kids when she was out with them and they didn't have any money like who knows what she actually did with them when she was on their own yeah. with them it's yeah. really creepy also like you know look i never want to feel bad for police departments but like they put like thousands of hours into trying to figure out who totally. she was and like bring her traffickers to justice like and of course it's like she's like a pretty white girl but it is like yeah dude like this is like shit like this is fucked up you can't do this it just feels like she watched every episode of law and order and was like i'm gonna do that i bet she did do we do we know anything about her parents Mm -hmm. like how did she figure this out or that step i mean maybe somebody does i don't i like couldn't find I couldn't find very much. It was like briefly mentioned in that New Yorker article, but like there's just like not. I would love to talk. Yeah, to them. it seems like Damn. they're distancing themselves from her <laughs> because if they're yeah. not traceable as well, that's probably on purpose. Because a lot of these con artists, you find out about their parents pretty easily. Like it's pretty much linked up. All the beat, or there will be like interviews, or someone will say you know, this is my cousin, she's ill, especially in Australia. I feel like people are very open. What if she's not even Australian? (laughs) We don't even know. And what if her last name, Asparazzi, isn't even her last name? What is it? Yeah. Twist. It's not that. (laughs) But I don't This is fascinating. And I can't believe that I've never heard of this girl, like, after she's been conning people for 10 years. So I have had multiple best friends that have definitely used me and used my kindness to, you know, spend money on them or pay for things or sort of help them if they needed help and take my time and energy and like, you know, phone hours away, like worrying about their lives. And I feel like it's such a, when you're, the the honor and the code of friendship is so easily pulled and stretched to like, make um, alliances for some horrible things. Like you could just be like, oh, but you're my best friend. You'll never let me down and you'll always stand by me. And there's all these like, even children shows like Winnie the Pooh. It's like friends are always there. Well, if your friend is lying to you and wants, you know, to steal something and gives you that face, like friends are there forever, no matter what, it's, it's a very uncomfortable position. I don't know. I think it depends how you're raised. My parents were like, trust nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I I never trusted my friends. Or like whenever girls would be like, but we hate her, right? We all hate her. My mom would be like, don't do that shit. You fucking judge for yourself if you hate somebody. 
you don't do it because everybody else does. Oh, I was re- always oh, ready wow. to hate for a friend. <laughs> I was like, really? Me too. I was like, as, I was like, as long as it's not me, as long as it's not me, you hate. I'll Who hate are we against? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was always ready to jump on his side. Yeah, uh, that's uh, incredible. Incredible. This- Ariel, how this did, is a great story. How did you feel Thank reading you. it? Were you like, what was running through your mind when you were reading it? It just kept going. I mean, I a little bit of admiration, yes. if I'm being yeah. totally honest, because like I can't even get myself to sit down and write a pilot. And this bitch is just like forging documents left and right and just like sitting down and doing the work. <laughs> she, really, <laughs> she has a lot of drive. <laughs> she has a lot of She's putting stuff. in the hours. I, yeah, she if somebody had I feel like if she, if like the right person had met her at the right time, she could be president. <laughs> totally. Um, yes. I don't know if that's well, what they certainly have. I think of they have, America. Completely. Yes. <laughs> I mean, for one, it's like very chaotic because I, I think something that happens and maybe I'm like, I think with like young women, especially like people don't really pay attention to like what we're capable of, yes. even when it's kind of yes. evil yeah. and like villainous. Yes. And so reading stuff about like trying to like the most comprehensive article I could find was this New Yorker article, which like I'm very grateful for, but it was written in like 2015 and she has gone on to do so many more scams since then. And there's no like follow up. So I think like reading it partly, I was like, this is incredible. Like what an amazing, like, this is exactly what I was looking for when I wanted something to present to you guys. But also like, why is nobody like why I think the reason we don't know anything about her childhood is because no journalists have like taken up that mantle to go find out. Right. right, right. Because it's just like not a priority to find out about like a 31 year old pretty girl who's like scammed some people but didn't like kill anybody yet. Like didn't yeah. even really yet. take anybody's money. Yeah. Yeah. There's time. She has her 40s to really, like, get in her groove of, like, murder and more bribes and more abduction. Can I tell you, I... I'm sorry. I do think it's very fascinating that she did not pull any of this shit in America. And I think part of it is because... And maybe I'm projecting because... but Or maybe I'm just, like, assuming something. But, like, I think it's because, like, our prisons here are terrifying and they will throw the fucking book at her. Mm -hmm. And we don't believe in reform here. (laughs) So it's like bye She'll bye. She'll beaten up to a pulp there in a second. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know if you're talking about. No, I think she'll do great. You think? You look at Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey's She's thriving. like thriving. In Anna prison. Delvey's making these little comic books of like anime girls in short skirts. It's incredible. Yeah. I feel like Who her is she? And Anna Delvey would be best. Oh, friend. you would love oh, Anna Delvey, this... Ariel, because she doesn't hurt any R- kids. She scams rich young millennials. <laughs> you would love her though. <laughs> She's, okay. she's great. I love the heirs story. She, I love she was an heiress. How often that comes up. Yeah. Right. How a many lot. heiresses are even alive? There's probably like four, but everybody's, but 40,000 pretending to be heiresses. I, I love know. That. I mean, it's a hard question. I mean, like Paris Hilton, like it works for her, you know? But she had she's like the ultimate evidence. She's the ultimate scammer and I love it. Yeah. I got to watch that dog. <laughs> it actually is an heiress. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. Ariel, this was talking fascinating thank you so much is it thank you i just don't want to hang up because i feel like is there anything else you want to say but i know we've said we've chalked it all no it's okay we can just talk on the phone that's true it's 100 true um if you are a victim of samantha as a party let us samantha at the party 
let us know. Email us at scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. We want to know more about this girl. If you're Australian and know more about her, let us Even know. Even if you're please. Australian, just call us. You can pronounce these cities for us. We'd love to know. Australian, <laughs> Australian John, where you been? Where you been? Come on. <laughs> and Ariel, if people want to reach out and find all the funny things you're saying and writing about, where can they on social media? Um, please follow me on Twitter. Yes. You can follow me on Instagram too, but it's not as good. Um, I'm really a, a, a member of the written okay. word. Um, it's Ariel S. Elias. So it looks like Ariel's Elias. Oh. Um, because Ariel Elias is already taken. Um, but I'll spell it real quick. It's A-R-I-E-L-S. E-L-I-A-S. Yes. That's my handle on both. Yay. Guys, follow her. She's so funny. It's been written. I love it. Um, And guys, if you have any tips or anything, please call us because you know I love a phone call on our hot tip hotline, which is, I think this is right. I don't have my phone on me. 347-509-9414. Wow! Yeah, that's it. I have it Good job. only 100 episodes in, and I finally memorized our hot tip hotline. Good job. <laughs> Guys, thank you and, so much. And you can always go to scamwebpodcast.com to check out our back episodes, our Patreon, our merch, all that kind of stuff. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And thank you, Ariel. Thank you, Caitlin, producer Kate. And thank we'll you see guys. you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.